Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everybody, and a very warm welcome to episode number 16. Today, I'm talking to you all about how you can use emotion to help you lose weight. But before we get started, I just want to let you know that I'm creating a series of Christmas gift certificates. I'm creating a series of gifts that include annual membership to My One Life Academy, a coaching taster session, which will be a private coaching session with me, and also the gift of my next Lose Weight, Live Life Mastermind. That's my six-month small group coaching program that will start in January. Each of those options will come with its own physical gift bonus as well, because, well, it's just so nice having something to open, isn't it? So there may be something there for you that you want to buy for yourself or something that you want to ask for as a Christmas gift to you from somebody special or indeed a gift that you would like to buy for someone else too. So whether for you or someone else, giving well-being, giving the gift of improved emotional and physical well-being, we think is just the best. So look out for more details about these special gifts next week. So back to what I want to talk to you about today. How can you use emotion to help you lose weight? Now, emotional awareness is an important part of the work that I do with clients Because emotions are the reasons for everything that we want or don't want to do in life, everything that we want to have or not have. And it's important because it will be hard to figure out your emotional eating patterns without a good understanding of what emotions are, why you feel them and how they impact what's going on for you. And if you're overeating, it will be because food means more to you than just being a source of fuel and nourishment for your body. And by the way, of course, in the world in which we live today, that's totally normal. It's part of our society. It's part of our culture to eat to feel better, to eat for pleasure, to eat for comfort, to eat as a reward or treat. And even though eating in this way may be normal, it doesn't mean that you should accept that it's normal and not be curious about your specific patterns and habits of using food to feel better that will be contributing to you being overweight. Now, I had such little awareness of my emotions that five years ago, I wouldn't have considered myself an emotional eater. And that was because I didn't think of myself as an emotional person. I just got on with things. What I didn't realize then was that I used food to dampen my emotions down to prevent myself from feeling and experiencing them. So back then, I certainly knew if I was in a good mood or a bad mood. Um, I knew if I felt up or down or if I felt frustrated or joyful. I would know when I felt happy or sad, but I hadn't ever given much thought to how I was feeling sort of moment by moment. And so it wasn't something that I paid any attention to. So I would almost not even notice that something had gone wrong, that I was maybe feeling a negative emotion until I found myself going downstairs or going to the supermarket or wherever it was to try and find something to eat to help me feel better. This was all taking place below my level of consciousness. So I was unaware that I was eating to feel better and I was unaware of how I was feeling. And it was only by doing this work that I teach you, that I share with you both here on the podcast and in my free Facebook group, 
and inside my programs, my membership program, my One Life Academy, with my private coaching clients and with my small group six-month mastermind program, that I was able to start to have an awareness or have a good enough awareness of my feelings and understand how I could manage the negative emotions without eating to feel better. And then also what's great is that in developing my emotions, in enhancing my new emotional vocabulary and capability, I started to understand that I could create emotion on purpose too. I could actually use emotion to help me do more of what I wanted to do, to eat healthy food, to plan my meals and do all the other things too. So today's podcast isn't about how we eat to avoid emotion. It's about how we can use emotion to help us, to make it easier for us to do all the things that will move us towards our weight loss goals. But before I talk about that, about how to use emotion to help us eat the way that we want to, I just want to recap some of the sort of fundamental principles of emotions and what they are. By the way, I use the terms emotion and feelings interchangeably to mean the same thing. So an emotion or a feeling is a one-word description of a vibration in your body. So at its sort of simplistic level, we could think of words like happy, mad, sad, glad. And then we can also think of feelings of disappointment, grief, overwhelm, amusement, frustration, joy, peace, acceptance. There are hundreds of emotions and they are all one-word descriptions of vibrations in your body. And I want you to take a moment and think about this. When I talk about a vibration in your body, I want you to visualize an emotion that is familiar to you and think about how you can recognize it in your body. For example, how does sad feel differently to you than the emotion of boredom? For me, sadness is a heaviness mostly in my chest, but also reflected in the rest of my body. And it's sometimes accompanied by a dull ache in my head and pressure behind my eyes. Boredom, on the other hand, is felt lower down in my gut, but also noticeable very subtly in my arms and legs. So what creates a feeling? So a feeling is created by a thought, which is a sentence that you think in your mind. So as we think about creating emotion on purpose, I want to remind you of the mindset model, which is something that I spoke about on episode number two. And the mindset model is a framework created by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School that enables us to make sense of anything that is happening in life. So anything in life can be put into one of the five lines of the mindset model. And those lines are circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. And so today, what we're focusing on is that feeling line of the mindset model. And what I want to just remind you of in terms of its position in the model is that it sits between the thought line and the action line, which is what we do or don't do. So actions can be inactions as well as reactions. Now, feelings are created by thoughts or sentences in our mind, and they are fuel for action. They determine what we do or don't do in our lives. Everything that we do or don't do is fueled by how we are feeling, as well as our thoughts about how we think doing the thing will feel. So it's useful to create emotion on purpose. Now, oftentimes people tell me that they want to start a weight loss program or start eating healthily or start exercising, but they're just not feeling motivated or they're not feeling focused or they're not feeling disciplined enough or they're not feeling committed. So people will say this as if they're just stating facts and as if they are powerless to feel different to how they think they feel. So maybe they feel apathetic or distracted or deprived in anticipation of thinking they will be depriving themselves. Whatever it is, however, they are feeling, they don't realize that they can impact 
how they feel. And I totally understand this because up until five years ago, I would have thought exactly the same. But once you understand how emotions and feelings are generated in your body, then you can absolutely decide how you want to feel and take the steps to feel that way, to create that feeling for yourself. And isn't that just the best news? It means that you're not sort of sitting around waiting for something to happen in your life that will mean that you can be motivated or shocked or spurred into action. Instead, you can practice thinking a certain way to create a certain feeling that means that you will have the fuel for taking the action you want to take to get the result or the outcome that you want. Now, whether that's starting to plan your meals, daily journaling, figuring out the right way to eat for you or something else. So when you know that you feel motivated because of how you're thinking, then you can look for ways to think thoughts to create that motivation. And this, again, a lot of what we work on inside My One Life Academy and the Lose Weight, Live Life Mastermind. I give you sort of teachings and trainings and lots of worksheets to help you figure out what you need to be thinking in order to create the feeling of motivation or self-love, whatever emotions you decide are the right ones for you to fuel the actions you want to be doing. I also want to offer that sometimes we are looking for feelings to help us lose weight and create the relationship with food that we want based on assumptions connected to previous diet experiences. So let me explain some more. I think that we are so used to feeling a certain way, maybe from dieting in the past, from how we approach weight loss in the past, we maybe have an expectation that it will be difficult, that it will feel tough, that we will feel restricted. We maybe think that we will need to be disciplined and that we will have to find enough willpower. And we maybe assume that we're going to feel deprived and that we will need to be resolute in our ability to overcome those feelings of deprivation. And to me, this feels a lot like bracing ourselves to go into battle with ourselves. These emotions, these feelings, when I think of them, are quite energy zapping. Maybe that's because we have a history of weight loss feeling like a battle, because we didn't understand the conflict between what our primal brain thought was best for us and what our human executive thinking knows to be best for us. So we're used to approaching weight loss as if we're going into a battle. Therefore, we think we need to feel so motivated to overcome all the negative feelings we anticipate feeling. And what I learned with my weight loss journey is that weight loss does not have to be that way. Weight loss does not have to feel like a hard battle with yourself, like a hard battle with food, like a battle with your thoughts about food, like struggling to resist food offered to you by family members and friends. An alternative option that is powerful fuel for weight loss is feeling emotions like self-love and acceptance and forgiveness and capable. Those are emotions that I found really helped me to move forward on my weight loss journey far more than the ones that I thought I needed. So I want to explore this a little further with you by considering some thought-feeling pairings that may be useful in helping you move forward on your weight loss journey. And so I want to talk about forgiveness, self-love, acceptance, self-worth, and caring. Now, I may have mentioned this before, but forgiveness was an important emotion for me to feel at the outset of my weight loss journey. Forgiveness enabled me to create a better relationship with my food and with myself. I had a lot of shame around being overweight, and around my numerous previous failed diet attempts where I either didn't lose weight at all or lost it and then regained it. And letting go of that shame was hugely important. Letting go of that shame felt like forgiveness and it felt like acceptance and peace. Thoughts that enabled me to feel forgiveness, acceptance and peace whilst I was overweight, by the way, that is not about thinking you will feel this way when you lose the weight. This is about feeling it now exactly as you are today. So the thoughts were things like, of course, you didn't figure this out yet. You didn't know then, 
what you know now. It's not your fault. Your body and brain are programmed to overeat in the world in which we live today. You didn't know better. You did your best. You didn't know about not to use food to keep going and take care of things day after day. To keep showing up for your children, your work, and to take care of the home. Now you understand why stopping overeating is so hard. You'll be able to figure it out. Okay, so these are all thoughts that I thought. Thinking this way enabled me to shift those vibrations in my body. The shame, the guilt, the frustration that felt terrible and kept me stuck for decades. Other emotions that helped were restored, healed capable, and probably the most important of all, love or self-love. Now, as I mentioned before, I felt how much easier it was to lose weight from a place of acceptance and self-love than it was to only work at losing weight from feelings of motivated, focused, disciplined, and determined. Now, I'm not saying that those emotions aren't required at all, but I think they are best sprinkled on a foundation of self-love, self-acceptance, and self-belief. It's about getting the balance right for you and seeing that sometimes self-acceptance is better fuel for change than feeling driven to do better. Now, there are, of course, many approaches to losing weight and maintaining weight. I believe and encourage you to be curious about an approach that's fueled by self-love. Taking action from feelings of self-acceptance and self-worth are going to be far more sustainable for the long term than feelings that you associate with going into battle that will leave you feeling drained and depleted. Now, when we talk about needing to feel willpower, we assume we're going to be pushing against our desires to eat certain foods. And when you push against something, it pushes back and you create tension and friction. And you can only keep going. You can only keep doing that for so long. You don't have unlimited willpower resources. But not only that, it's also going to take much more energy and attention away from other areas of your life. And that won't be sustainable. So think about what emotions you want to practice feeling to help you on your weight loss journey. What thoughts will help create those feelings within you? Be curious, what might you do more or less of fueled by those thoughts and feelings? By the way, this work takes practice. If you're not used to feeling self-acceptance and self-love or whatever emotion you want to feel, you will need to practice feeling it. You will need to practice the thoughts to create those feelings. You will need to remind yourself of how you want to feel and remind yourself of what you want to feel that way every single day. So just to recap, a feeling is a vibration you feel in your body created by your thinking, whether you are aware of the thinking or not. Feelings determine what you do and don't do, what you eat and don't eat. Now explore what feelings would be most useful to help you, the things you want for your long-term health and well-being. Explore what thoughts create those feelings for you. And that, my friends, is what I have for you today. Take care and I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership programme, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.